as we dive a little closer now to Holy Week, beginning this weekend with Passion Sunday, Palm Sunday, as most people know it as, our readings seem to very much increase their tempo as far as the intensity of what it means to be faithful to God, to be true to God, and the only one true God. Our Old Testament reading from the book of the prophet Daniel has an account that is really quite astounding uh, for those who were present and also for us today that are able to um, well read and recall this amazing true event in the history of man and part of salvation history as well. We see today these three men called Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We know those are their names given by King Nebuchadnezzar. We know one of the more popularly known as Daniel and in this account, we hear of King Nebuchadnezzar, and the type of person, king, that he was. He was a very, uh, well, very full of himself. He was able to conquer many nations during his time as king, and so he, in his vanity, was also creating his own gods uh, and telling everyone, you worship this. This is God. You know, he created a god. And these three men, the one that we're more familiar with, the prophet Daniel, um, would not do that. Even with them being where they were at this time, in the higher positions of courts, the court of King Nebuchadnezzar, because of their great wisdom that God was giving to them to help with the governance of King Nebuchadnezzar's uh, nation, still these three men would not yield to the king's command. And I love the lines we hear, and I pray that they may become lines that we may take more into our own souls after the king was telling these three men you need to worship this god the one that i have cast uh, out of out of the gold we hear their response uh, there is no need for us to defend ourselves before you king nebuchadnezzar in this matter if our god whom we serve can save us from the white hot furnace and from your hands o king may he save us but even if he will not know o king but we will not serve your God or worship the golden statue that you set up. This, this line that I just read, boy, that's a line we really should take very deeply into our souls because it, it does open ourselves up to being incredibly open to God's will in our lives. When we think of, you know, people say all the time, well, if God were all good, then I wouldn't suffer. There'd be no death, there'd be no evil in the world, and that's just because people don't understand the difference between God's active will versus his passive will. This here is being open to God's will as a whole. doesn't matter if it's active or, or God's active or passive will. It's open to his will as a whole for their lives, whether that means to have a smoother path um, for things to be reconciled or for them to endure a great cross and even to lose their lives. We hear the two different positions. If our God whom we serve can save us from the white hot furnace, save us from death and from your hands, from the government authority, then may he do that. But even if God decides not to do that, then know that, King Nebuchadnezzar, we will still not serve your God or worship the golden statue that you set up. Now this is likened to us whenever we are in a time of temptation and a time of, of sin you know, are we serving some kind of authority figure or, or pressures coming upon us? Peer pressure is usually the normal one. 
sometimes familial pressure too, but peer pressure is usually the one that most people give into. Are we giving into some kind of temptation where we are indeed uh, worshiping some kind of false god that's been set up by a group of people, by society, maybe by ourselves? Or are we saying to ourselves, I don't care what shame I may receive from these same people whom I I have been calling my friends, these same people that may be my family members, or from <laughs> the government itself, um, or some groups that I've been a part of for years, and now I've been put into a, between a rock and a hard place. You know, I can't do this because it would be a sin. And I may get the shame, but I'll be like these three men today, where I keep serving my God, the one true God, and not one that's been created by some man who himself is going to die one day. Some person that even said this was a beautiful made statue of gold, jewels, emeralds, all the fine metals that we have in our world and stones. We keep him true, true to the one God. And this is something that's quite deep because when we take you know, this account from the prophet Daniel today of these three men being cast into this white hot furnace and even made seven times hotter than normal, and bound by the strongest men too, that they had no way to escape, no way to escape this torture that they were going to go through. They were so open to God's will in their lives that whether God saved them, they would give him praise. And if God did not save them, they would still give him praise. That's how we are to be too. We are to be as well, that we give God praise no matter what God's will is for us. And how do we get to that point better in our lives? Well, we got to do what Lent is about from the beginning of Ash Wednesday's Mass. We have to keep strong, even beyond the season of Lent. We have to keep strong in prayer, in fasting, and almsgiving. All three of these are necessary for us to foster that holiness, foster the virtues even more within us. So when we do have these trials, these crosses, these moments of temptation that are knocking on the door of sin, in other words, the demons and devils acting upon us quite strongly. We've been working with God and His grace to build up the strength, the light of Christ, the armor of God more within our very being, both body and soul. So that it does become easier, like it was for these men, to say to the highest authority for them at the time, it doesn't matter what you do to us, O King, we will still worship the only true God. If God wants to save us, that is a miracle. If God does not want to save us, that was his will for us. But we will remain true. We can then, even after our prayer, our fasting and almsgiving, we can receive even greater strength directly from God himself if we come to the sacraments of the faith. Yes, right now we are confined to not receiving the holy sacrifice of the Mass and, and our Lord and his great beauty and humility coming to us in the Most Holy Eucharist and Holy Communion still we can still go to the sacrament of confession. And God willing, sooner than later, we resume public masses again. We can then receive our Lord, yes, in the holy sacrifice of the mass and in holy communion. And that right there, those two sacraments, because of the most easily accessible, we get the strength from God that we need, that we desperately need. The graces from God, the help from God, the strength from God to be able to battle within ourselves what it is that we need to do more easily, more easily during those moments of temptation.
Building up now to Holy Week with Palm Sunday just around the corner. Let's see what we can do to dive more deeply into imitating these amazing men for us from the Old Testament, that they remained so open to God's will, whether it meant a great rescue or a great amount of pain. Still, both forms in their own way were a cross. May we have, if we don't have it, foster that amazing openness to God's will and saying, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven.